Here we go now, guys. Talk Nerd City here, back for the first podcast after Christmas and the last one of 2017. We started in 2017, we will end here and we go again in 2018. How you doing, mate? So good, Jack. How was Christmas? So good, Jack. Was it? Very heavy on the old uh, Christmas stuffing. Stuffing? Yes, had lots of stuffing with, 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 with my turkey. But um, You did have turkey. Very pleasurable. Yeah, I had turkey and pork, actually. And pork? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mixed up. I had all sorts, actually. Nice. Boxing Day had this great steak as well in London. Nice. For, for Donna's oh, birthday. Oh, I did see, actually. A shout out to Donna. Big up Donna. Big up, big up um, Donna. Big 5-0. Oh, whoops. Um, yeah, so yeah. Good. Nice, good. Um, yeah, we had turkey, but it's still going. Like, I'm still having turkey Fantastic. three meals a day. Isn't that what, what Christmas is about, turkey it, sandwiches? It was just me and mum at home for Christmas. And you should have seen the size of this turkey. It could have fed the whole of Carrow at half time. Surely the dog had some, right? And the dog's been having it three meals a day as well. Super. We just can't get rid of it. If anyone wants food, if anyone out, out there wants some turkey, pop round to mine. Mm. I'll sort you out for the next couple of years. Well, when it says pop round, it's kind of like make the epic journey to Great Yarmouth. Yeah, but it's fully worth it. And by the way, we are filming the first ever podcast at my house. What's up, going on? GY. Big up, G. How are you? Do you feel slightly ill from the air, or uh, are you no? Good? I, I feel fantastic. I mean, you know why I feel fantastic, Jack. Um, you know, massive thanks to to Leo Vegas, the North City sponsors, for encouraging me to gamble this year. Um, I've signed up to Skybet. I've been very, very sensible. Um, you know, I, I won't reveal how much I've won, but I've just been doing five pound bets at a time. Very, very um, simple. Yesterday, uh, me, Jack, and a couple of the other lads went to the Grosvenor. Grosvenor. How you pronounce it? Yeah. Casino in the big GY, because we've heard some good things about it. We sat on the roulette table and, you know, we, we, we do what we do, which is win. And, and lose. Um, and in your case, lose, Jack. Yes. Um, Swiftly yeah. moving on. Um, yeah. Let's... Hang on, hang on. We, sh- we should close off on that. Don't gamble. No. It, it is a complete mugs game. It is a mugs game, but if you're sensible, it's still a it mugs can game. be. It can be fun if you're sensible. Yeah. For example, if your grandma gives you a fiver, why not just have a spin on the roulette table or invest it into Bitcoin? <laughs> 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 or don't do either and go and spend it on. Or spend it on a Norwich City program. God, you wouldn't get much change out of a fiver. No, you that, wouldn't. You? 50p, isn't it? 450 now. No, it's not. Is it? Honestly. I used to I actually get all of, I used to get all of the programs then they were just so bulky speaking of which big up to the program team in general <laughs> the, just big up to the program big up to the program the Angus Gunn front mm. cover was that was actually blooming done by a, 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 I'm not sure if an like artist an artist's group called Patterns of Play yeah and they've done them all season and they are f- absolutely phenomenal the Angus one is just superb Unreal. though obviously because of the that, that classic Ryan Gunn shirt it just looks so so good. I, mess- I really messaged good. the um, the artist after just to say how much I liked it. Apparently, both Angus and Brian both ordered one themselves. <laughs> really? Yeah, because there was only ten of them. I mean, if I was Angus, I'd have that up in my I'd have that up on my wall. Like, you know what I'd do? In my house. Like, yeah, I'd print it in like an A one, and anyone who came in the house yeah. had to bow down and just. Yeah. Although. I'm not sure Angus will do that because his mum is an amazing artist. She is so, very good. Isn't so she? I would assume um, that he's probably got her ridiculously good art everywhere as yeah. you walk in. Yeah. Wow. Deep. Um, <laughs> let's go back in time. And by the way, what's, uh, we've got some questions about Christmas because I feel like I still want to stay in the Christmas spirit yeah, a little on. bit. Um, but we've got some questions on that. We'll get onto them later. Brentford at home. It was yeah. last Friday. It was the 22nd of December. Um... Or was it the 23rd? It was the 22nd of December. We lost 2-1. Yeah. It was... Oh, I kept saying 2-0. Yeah, it was grim that night. It was grim, Jack. It was so grim that my Christmas lights had to come on and my jumper to keep me entertained. And even then it was a struggle. Yeah, it was a struggle. I, You know what? On reflection, I thought Brentford absolutely did a job. They weren't fantastic, as and and I think a really good point that, that you keep mentioning, Jack, is that is how how poor the quality of, of this league is mm. this year. And again, an average. Let's not kid ourselves. Brentford are an average team, right? But they turned up and they did the simple stuff. They did it really, really well, and they finished their chances. And you know, they they made us look bad. And obviously, it's not that difficult to do that this season. But I thought that Brentford just played the simple stuff really, really well. And considering. The, the, the pressure was probably on us 
rather yeah. than Brentford. Um, so, you know, I think I think they had a lot to, to you know, give it, and, and they did, to be fair. But that's still, that's still not an excuse, is it, in terms of getting beat because the other team played the simple stuff well? I mean, uh, no, not really. I mean, you know my opinion. I'm so, I'm so angry at, at losing, as you would have seen in my fan cam. I'm always angry to, to to lose home games, particularly home games against teams that, in my opinion, should be below Norwich City in terms of the the, the overall quality of the squad and the, the way they play football. There is an expectation at Norwich City that this team should be in and around the playoffs, and I totally agree with it. Um, you know, we've obviously branded this season as, as, as a transition season. The club have pitched that to the supporters. Supporters have taken it on early doors. But that transition starts from in and around the playoffs. It doesn't start from in and around near the bottom of the league, right? I think we've got, obviously we'll go on to talk about it probably, Jack. We've got now a couple of massive, massive games whereby, as everyone knows, um, Hux disagrees with me, but I'll still stand firm. And I think that you know the Christmas deadline has obviously now been and gone, but but we've won that game, and I think that Millwall at home for me, I'm I'm looking at that game as a as a real deciding point in terms of can this philosophy actually take us forward as a football club? Can Daniel Farker inspire the players to success? Can these players you know struggle against the team and then pick themselves up and grind out a win? Now, if they can grind out a win against a team like Millwall. There's no excuses. They should be able to grind out a team a win against anyone. They mm. should. It's interesting you mentioned there that kind of philosophy and, and, and the brand of football we're playing. I was, having a, I was having a good chat with a mate yesterday who was saying, let's not forget Daniel Farker, before managing Norwich City, was, was a development coach. Mm. He was managing a, a, a second string sure. squad. Yeah. He... That that standard of football, results don't matter. Yeah. It's all about the way you play football. Yeah. It's about getting players into the first team and playing a similar style of football. Mm-hmm. Daniel Farker has now come into a league where it is all about results. Yeah. And yes, you ni- it's nice to play nice football, but mm. you need to be adaptive. You need to change the way you play. And there's been times mm-hmm. this season, you look at Brentford, we go 2-0 down, you're still in the game. You're still mm-hmm. very much in that yeah. game. And nothing changed. I think we brought on, was it Marley Watkins for Murphy or something like that? And you look at some games this season, you think we probably could have still stayed in that if we would have slightly adapted. Mm. And I think Daniel Farker may now be seeing that he's going to have to change. Change his own style. Yes. I think this philosophy is nice to have a philosophy and it's nice to go, that's Norwich, they play X style of football. Even though we don't have that as we've already established. There is no philosophy. At the moment, I think there probably is, but it's not. Okay. It's not working. I don't think you can rubber stamp a Norwich City philosophy at the moment. I think the philosophy at the moment is the build-up play being too slow, and but that's what we're trying to do. We're not try, we're yeah. trying to hold the ball and we're trying to penetrate the fences. Holding the ball, okay, possession's been fine this season. Mm. It's then the penetrating the defence yes. that we've yeah. struggled with. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. I've looked. I looked at the. I, look, I looked at the championship table for the first time for a couple of games. We are still. The third lowest scorers in this division. Yeah. Only Birmingham have scored less. They've scored 12 goals this season. We're going to get onto the Birmingham game in a minute. Yeah. 12 goals. That yeah. is horrid. And then the other team is Burton, who we go up against tomorrow. Yeah. Whenever you're watching this. So I've that only, is a I've, massive worry. I've only, I've only just looked at the table, by the way. Mm. I never, ever look at the table. This is an interesting fact about me. I, and I really do mean this with the bottom of my heart. I do not look at the league table before Christmas. You sound like a manager. But it's absolutely what? Why? Why? Because it's too extreme to look at the league table before Christmas and go, "Oh my God, blah 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 blah." Like we're really struggling, or you know, f- from Wolves' point of view, if they're looking at the table now, they 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 start you know sitting back, relaxing, being like, "Oh, this league's wrapped up." You know, you, you look at the people at the top of their game. Pep Guardiola at Man City right now. What's he saying in his press conferences? It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. They have not lost a game all season now I know that's completely different to Norwich City Jack but I think it works both ways I really do so you know I will now start to look at the league table and think hang on a minute what's going on and again we'll go on to talk about it but I've got an interesting um, prediction about the Ipswich game and the league table okay okay let's get on to Birmingham then it was Boxing Day uh, and it was for me it was probably make or break when you look back at it, that was a big, big game. And, you know, we'd, we'd gone into that one one win in 10, was it? One win in 11, something yeah. like that, where, you know, we, we are going towards the, the relegation zone at a, a worrying rate. 
and we go up against the Birmingham side who under under Steve Cottrell and he got the dreaded vote of faith from the board before the game. They've scored twelve goals all season. Mm. Um, their their form is just horrific. Mm. Um, they are horrific. They they are quite bad. Um, Birmingham are Birmingham. Birmingham are Birmingham, and we saw the Birmingham are Birmingham. I'm sure, those people have been waiting for us to say that. I did actually see some of the comments with that. Well, you beat Birmingham. Birmingham are Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham are Birmingham. Do you know what I mean? But that, that it's a story. It's not. You know what? It's not just. Birmingham a Birmingham, Brentford a Brentford, Millwall a Millwall, right? These are the teams that Norwich City should be turning over, mm. should be. And, you know, I, I mean, I tweeted after the Brentford loss saying that Birmingham was a must win no matter what, basically, saying that, you know, there's absolutely no excuses. You had to win that game. Mm. And to be fair to the boys, they did it well. And, and, and particular praise to, to Josh Murphy because... Mm. He's had, he's had a difficult few games and um, it, it's good to see him put the ball in the back of the net. But most importantly, it's good to see him put the ball in the back of the net and Norwich City delivering results. Yeah. You look back at his you know, probably best performances this season, um, scoring that delightful one-on-one chip against Arsenal, lost the game. Yeah. Scored best player on the pitch by country mile. Looked like he was going to be the new Jacob Murphy, so to speak, against Aston Villa, yeah. where he scored two goals, kept us in it, arguably, as well as Angus. Um, but again, we lost that game 4-2. So it's really, really good to see Josh on the score sheet again. And I, and I really, really genuinely hope that, that this will boost his confidence for the season because the boy's got bags of talent. Mm. Bags of talent. And as long as the team can defend properly... And we get that midfield, that holding midfield right. I yeah. do think Josh can flourish. And that was the big thing, wasn't it? Tom Trial back, Alex <sighs> Tete back. It made it's, such it's a obvious. difference. But it's obvious, Jack, isn't it? It's absolutely obvious. I think every Norwich City fan knew that that, that, that was the solution. Um, you know, I know it's, it's always easy as a fan to say, you know, do this and, and make this change earlier, etc. But I think, again, it draws right back to, to, to your shout, Jack, about you know Daniel Farker needing to adapt his style. Mm. Um, and I think for Daniel Farker, possibly not getting so emotional with it. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, so for example, we go into the Arsenal game and he plays his strongest strength team. And then off the back of that, buh, 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 buh. Um, you know, and again, I think sticking for Mario when he, when he shouldn't have stuck with Mario. I think these decisions are emotional decisions, not footballing decisions. Um, and again, emotional decisions whereby... Your, but isn't that why we love Farker? Because he has got an emotional to, 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 to a point, but I think that I think that you want to see players in the team that are going to do a job versus teams that are put in versus players that are put in a team that are there because he wants to keep them happy. Mm. So I think the reason why the midfield has been chopped and changed so much this season, I think Daniel Farker is a good one-to-one manager. I definitely think he's got that over Alex Neal. I think one-to-one, you couldn't ask for, for someone better. And you can only see the way that, you know, even just observing the way that he talks to players, mm. you can you can tell that he's got that. Um, but for me, and, and I do draw back to that Brentford game, I do think, I do raise questions at the moment over over the, the, that leadership word. So is Daniel Farker the type of manager that at half-time he's going to get you up by the scruff of the neck and you're 1-0 down against Millwall, which could be the case, to deliver results? Now, at the moment, if we go 1-0 down, I can't see how Norwich City are going to get back in the game. Now, we were lucky, in my opinion, that we came up against against a team that are absolutely woeful in Birmingham, Mm. who are just Birmingham. A point that you raised in your fan cam and got a very good reception. That fan cam's done exceptionally well, so thank you. And it was it got ad revenue on as well. Did it? So that is it because I didn't swear. Yeah, that must have made. How much did you get? Probably about sixty p. Super. Yeah. Super. Yeah, really boring over here. Um, but a lot of people agreed with you in in the sense that Russ left out of the squad. Wes is injured. Naismith. Jerome even as well. Jerome as well. The whole senior leadership kind of team. Do you still think that's got legs? I I do. I, I really really do. I think um, you know, and and I, and I don't I don't necessarily blame Daniel Farker. It's just worth noting that you that the most experienced players in our team are injured or left out. Now I think that says that Daniel is trying to make his stamp. He's trying to you know get authority over over this football team because you know. If you're if you're Wes and you're sitting in this changing room, especially during that run of horrendous games, mm. you'd be sitting there almost well not laughing, but you'd be like, "This is horrendous," mm. 
And I think if you've got a team sitting in your uh, in your dressing room that's that's like, well, this is not good news, mm. you, and you look to them, it's, it's going to go wrong. Now, I'm not saying that our oldest players are going to be putting off the players in this team. I just think that, that I think Daniel wants his squad to look at him rather than Russ, rather than Stephen Naismith, rather than Wes Houlihan, because not, these players will naturally look to Wes Houlihan. They will. Do you not, because uh, except for Wes, I think Wes is probably the only exception in this. Naismith, people want him out. Russ, people don't rate him anymore. Jerome, people think he's past it. On playing ability alone, them three players aren't getting in this Norwich team. Maybe Jerome if Nelson isn't firing, but Naismith probably isn't. Absolute, Russ isn't. Absolutely Wes disagree with probably Wes. isn't as well. No, absolutely disagree. But I who think did you drop then? That's exactly who why I raised the point. Because you love Madison so much and you love Pritchard so much. No, no, no. I, but I think Wes, why is Wes not on the bench? Wes should a million percent be on the bench. He's not injured. He's not injured. Don't tell me he's injured. He can't be injured for that long. I'm the messenger. I'm the facilitator. Mate, I don't buy it. But as you say, I think it was a valid point. I'm pleased that the fan cam went down well. Um, I think, you know, I don't want to be raising suspicions and stuff, but I just wanted to broadcast the fact that isn't it odd that our most experienced players are being left? But at the end of the day, as we've said before, all of these problems are no longer problems when we start winning games. Exactly. So as long as we start exactly winning games. Right. Yeah. Um, as, uh, I think another talking point as well, and a man who has got a lot of credit this season, but probably there was questions raised whether this man would be good enough when we, when we signed him, and that was Angus Gunn. And he, it, it's the fine margins we look at in games. Um, a lot of our wins early on in the season were fine margins swinging our way. Yeah. We've had a few games where they've gone the other way, Forest yeah. away, etc., etc., Angus Gunn pulling out an absolutely brilliant save at nil-nil, and that's probably the turning point in that game. If that goes in, you you go on to. Is, is this Birmingham? Birmingham's about? Birmingham, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think. Oh look, I, I don't, I can't, cannot speak highly enough of Angus. I'm delighted, chuffed, um, you know, a, a little bit overwhelmed with it because yeah. I, I mean, no disrespect to Angus, I, I just didn't expect it to go this well. Yeah. I think that. You know, when you bring back and a player so to your to your home club with your home support, but it's been really, really great, Franks, because the fans really want it for him, mm. and he's delivering for the home mm. fans. He's quickly becoming a cult hero with the Norwich fans now. Personally, I'd absolutely love it if we could keep him for a further season. I think there could potentially be an opportunity to do that. However, I think it massively, massively depends on Norwich City's results. Come, come towards well, the end of the season because, quite frankly, yeah, you know, in a, in, in a, I'm not saying this is his opinion, but for example, what what Angus could think is he could think, well, hang on a minute, why would I play for Norwich City when you know we're we're losing to teams like Brentford at home when I could potentially be playing in the Premier League? Is he, quite frankly, mate, and I'm and I'm and I really mean this, and I think. There's only, I think, Madison and Pritchard are in this category too. I think those three players could play in a Premier League team. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, this goes back to, to, to Madison as well. I think that, you know, when you've got a player that's good enough to, to, to play in the Premier League, hands down, definitely. At 20 years um, old as well. One million percent Madison could play in a Premier League team. It's so important that the next few games to show that we can be knocking on the door of the playoffs come towards the end of the season because... Mm-hmm. You're gonna almost tempt these players to say, "No, you know what? Come on, matters. Stick it out because mm. we've got a chance of getting in the playoffs, mm. and maybe, maybe, just maybe, he could stay." Because yeah, you, you look at Madison; he's a, he's a hungry young player. Mm. I think probably, I think there's more chance in Madison leaving in January than Pritchard. I think Pritchard will probably stick it out till the end of the season. Yeah. But Madison, you've got a player, that, a 20 year old. He's he's I think he's younger than me, which is mm. mental. <clears throat> Um, if a, if a Premier League club comes knocking and it's not like Premier League clubs don't have the money we've seen Liverpool just splash 75 yeah, million on Van Dijk 20 million pounds is nothing nowadays yeah. Norwich that's you look at 15 for Jacob Murphy I mean to be honest with you I think if you're paying 15 million for Jacob Murphy you've got to be knocking on the door of 20 at least for James Madison mm. and um, if that offer think, comes in Norwich are accepted yeah 100% I think, I think we could play hardball a wee bit because I do think he's a very special player and, and he's on a long contract as well I think that there's, there's a couple of points with James Madison that I, I think he's a better player than, than Jack Wilshire was in his heyday for Arsenal bold not bold not bold if Madison was in that Arsenal team he would do he would have done as well as Jack Wilshire in his heyday 
plus Madison doesn't get injured and he gets kicked all the time. Mm. I think he's a better player than Jack Wilshere. I absolutely stand by that. I think that he would easily be able to cope in, in the Premier League at the highest level. And the, the other point with James Madison, before we, I just want to go back to Angus in a minute as well, Jack, is I'm kind of starting to get annoyed with this whole patronising of, of Madison. If you're James Madison and you're sitting there, you're quite clearly the player of the season. It's mm. obvious. The Norwich players, you know, the Norwich players know that. You know, just a, you know, just a little exclusive. I mean, I'm having a chat with Russ, and Russ says to me, "James Madison's he's got to be player of the season so far, isn't he?" So this is the players know it, the fans know it. So why is Daniel? Why is Daniel? I'm not trying to villainise Daniel, but. Why is Daniel Farker coming out and saying, oh, we need to you know, keep James' feet on the well, ground? Well, I think, I think I we actually, do. No, I, I, I'm now starting to go the other way. I think we need to start respecting him more. This is a player that could easily play for Arsenal tomorrow. Easily. You watch Arsenal against Palace yesterday. You tell me that James Madison couldn't have done a job in that game. We need to start treating James with a hell of a lot more respect if we want him to stay at this football club. I think he needs to be recognised as one of our best players because he is. Well, he is recognised as one of our best players. I, I think. I think there's a bit too much kind of James, 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 James. But let's not forget. I think this. it needs to be more James. Thank you so much. You're smashing it with us, with Norwich City. The fans, the fans think that. But the, on, on the other hand, you, you you can't forget that this is a 20 year old man. Yes. And let's also not forget. And I know he's ripped it up this season. Mm-hmm. Before this season, was playing League One football, yeah. SPL football, yeah. Yeah. and he's now playing for a yeah. table championship club. I just think let's yeah. not get too carried. Totally, away. but but there's two sides of it. So there's the keep your feet on the ground, James Madison, and there's the you know we love you, we want you to stay, James Madison. And I personally think at the moment that swing is far too much over that side. You're coming up to the January transfer window. The player most likely to leave this football club because he'll be sold for the right money is James Madison. That needs to swing this way. But coming briefly back onto Angus, I think that he commands his area ridiculously well. Yeah. Um, something that you know John Ruddy did not do. Don't tell me John Ruddy commanded his area. And it, and it annoys me. He did when he got his England call up. He did. I mean, he hangs his hat on that. He hangs his hat on that, Jack. It's ridiculous. He was a superb keeper in 2012-2013. In in our League One campaign and Championship campaign. And the Premier League. He was excellent. Okay, three seasons he was fantastic. But the last two seasons at Norwich City, John Ruddy was not, categorically was not good enough and I was pleased that he left this football club. Now, Angus, for me, already is a better goalkeeper than John Ruddy. Okay. He can throw the ball almost as far as Robert Green, which is what I loved about him. His His reflexes are fantastic. He's a big lad. Poor old Mickey McGovern. He's not really blessed with his genes, is he? You know, he can't fill his goal. Angus fills his goal. He can come and collect. He is not afraid to punch. He's got a great kick. I like the fact now, by the way, which is another thing worth noting, is is that... What are you laughing for? He's filling his goal. There's there's nothing... Oh, Christ, okay. Um, (laughs) Jesus, Jack, come on. Come on, Jack. Let's let's keep this PG. Um, another thing that I'm liking at the moment with Angus is he's kicking it more, and I th- and, yeah, and yeah. I think that that has changed. So I, th- I think we were doing a lot of pass it out to the defence, but now it's been mixed up. Now I'm yeah. not sure if, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know whether that's Angus's decision or whether that's Daniel Farker's decision. Um, but for me at the moment, it's working very well. And as you say, what a save against Birmingham. What a save. Okay, let's get on to some questions. Mm. We're going to be previewing the Burton game let's. in a minute. And we're also going to be talking, it's that time of the year, transfer rumours. My favourite time of the year. They are back. What else have we got written down? We've got, um, we've got bloody loads of stuff. Yeah, go on, Jack. I've just seen this come through. It's from the lovely Connor Southwell. Go on, who, Connor. By the way, go on, man, Connor. Batman has a, has a bright future. Yeah, 100%. Obvious. He, he talks well, he writes well. That's why we've recruited him. And we've recruited him. Um, he says, what do you think on the ownership debacle? Now, this is a really interesting one. Yeah, it is. And I think, I mean, it'd be interesting to get your take, Jack, as well. I think, for me, unfortunately, Delia came out and said the wrong thing to the wrong journo, in my opinion. I think she said it to us. Give yeah, us the views. I mean, yeah. Not Henry Winter. <laughs> Give us the views, Delia. I mean, obviously Henry Winter doesn't have Norwich's best interests at heart. And I think 
uh, you know, by the way, I, I follow him on Twitter. I think he, I think I do think he's a really good journalist. Great. I just don't think it was the right journalist. Look, let's not forget this is quite an old interview. This is yeah, I know Jack, but but I think it it was so it was so strong in the direction of it was so stubborn. Yeah, um, and you know, I don't think so. I'm sitting there. We're losing to Brentford and. Norwich fans are saying, you know, we want Delia out and stuff. And, and I think, you know, Delia isn't the one that's picking his team. No. And one of the things that you have to consider is it absolutely has to be the right the right investor. Mm. I think I, I, I really I, I challenge and, and, and would love Norwich fans that want Delia out to just look at some of the other clubs of late that have been bought over by, you know, like ridiculously wealthy um, investors and just look at the look at the way that the club's gone. Look look at the seasons that they've been in charge. Look at the amount of managers that they've turned over. Look at the types of players they've bought in and how long those players have lasted at that football club. I think Norwich fans are, are, are quite, to be honest with you, ungrateful. I think uh, don't get me wrong. I think they're grateful for what Delia has done to a point, but I think they're forgetting that the other side of the coin can be horrific. Yeah, horrific. You don't want to see this football club in League One. We are not a League One football club. There is a risk with that because you get someone in with a lot of money, they chuck it, and they kind of hope. Like me on the roulette table yesterday, you put fifty on and you hope it comes in. If it comes in 50p, red, fifty p of course. Let's not gamble too much. Yeah, fifty p of course. You know, if if, that, if it comes in on red, happy days. You look like the big man. You know, Jack Reed buys you a pint. But if it doesn't happen, you look like an absolute buffoon. And I think there is a massive risk with that. I just think personally. There's, I think there should be, you know, I mean, uh, me and you have uh, obviously want Delia to come on this podcast. Um, it, I, it's highly unlikely, of course, but I would just like Delia to, I think, and I, and I think, <laughs> I think Delia, Delia just coming on here and going, we're selling. <laughs> no, I just think, we're selling. <laughs> I think Delia should do something with either the club or the local press or however she's comfortable, just to address just to address the supporters more because I think there's obviously this whole kind of we want to be more transparent with the fans now I think this arguably I don't think now is the best time but once you've started winning some football matches I think it's probably worth or, or at least come towards the end of the season let's let's address the, the, the supporters and say you know in terms of investment where are we at as a football club why can't deal my, my thing that I'd ideally like is an investor to come in but Delia to stay on the board now the problem with that is if you've got a lot of money you obviously want the power Yeah. why would you let someone else do the decisions when you're putting all the money in it, and it, work it, right, it so. is a tough decision I'm kind of on the fence with this one because me too it's, me too I, I love I do. you know as much as anyone I pr- I'm probably the biggest Delia lover I love what mm. she's about I love what she's done for this football club but and it, this is a thought in the back of my mind constantly do I want this football club to be doing the same thing we have done for the past 10 years. And it's been great fun, you know, up to the Premier League, down, League Six One. Six seasons blah, in the blah, Premier blah, League, blah, blah, blah. by the way. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, and where are we before that? We're no better off. Okay, but we have um, been in the Premier we League. We have, yeah, granted. Uh, and admittedly, the the way we invested, reinvested that money was not Delia's fault. It was no. the lack of planning with David McNally. Blah, no blah, football blah, blah. people, yeah. Um, but can Delia take this football club any further than we're currently at? No. Sh- no, she can't. We, no, no, we could get into the Premier League again. We could, but, but can she keep? Is in the it Premier sustained? League? But can she no. keep in the Premier League? No, probably not. Agreed. So it's is it's the, it's the argument is you know is the grass greener on the other side? Mm, it yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look. 100%. Let's bloody go. Let's climb that fence and let's have a look if that grass is greener. Yeah. Because until we know that, this argument is going to be rumbling on about yeah. now. But we need to have a peek, don't we? We do need to look over that fence. And at the moment, I, I love it. We're peek. still playing football. <laughs> we're still playing football. In our back garden, and we're not looking over the fence to see if there's a big and football. We've pitch got nice grass. The grass. This is. This isn't Willemot's grass. It's not Willemot's, but it's getting there. You know. We've big, got... By the way, Willemot's. I hope you've had a lovely Christmas, mate. <laughs> really, too. from the bottom of my heart, I really um, do. So we've got some nice grass. We've got fans in our garden. Yeah. But we know just down the road, just over that fence, mm. is Willemot's. Yeah. And Willemotz has got the best grass in town. Yeah. He is loving it. He's yeah. got all of the best players in yeah. tea around there. Yeah. And yeah. that could be us. Could be. If we just go, we're selling. But it could also mean we're bloody Bure Park, right over yeah. there. Yeah. And the grass is rotting. Yeah. Not good news. And that could be us. Yeah. 
Um, but until we take that risk, who knows? I just, I just, I just don't want us to be a, an average championship football club for the next 15 seasons. Okay. And we know exactly okay. what that is like okay. for a team just down the road. Agreed. Have, have a rich owner Agreed. that aren't invested. Delia yeah. has no money left. We know yes. we have no money. But, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and I totally agree with every, everything you've said. But what's worth having a little think about is... Think about Norwich City as a football club and look at the history of this football club. Now, we've punched above our weight very irregularly, right? We've been to the dizzy heights of that third position in the Premier League once upon a time. You know, Different times. We've, you know, we, we, we've won the, the, the Milk Cup, which has since been rebranded. You know, we, we, we've been in Europe, we've beat Bayern Munich. But apart from that, we've been in around the Championship in the Premier League. Mm. Um you look at Norwich City, Norwich is in the area that it's in. There's not a lot of talented players in Norwich and Norfolk, which is why we wanted the, the, the Category 1 States Academy, so we can poach players from London, mm. because we simply don't have the talent in this mm. region. Now, another thing is the ageing supporter base. Mm. Everyone in Norfolk comes to Norwich City to watch it, week in, week out, but don't tell me that a, that a kid that's grown up in Norwich now naturally wants to support Norwich City when he when he watches you know Liverpool on Sky every week now you know I totally I would obviously completely disagree with that mentality but but if you're if you're a if you're a 12 year old kid no um, you you need inspiration that Norwich City are going somewhere you can't afford it oh yeah oh totally (laughs) it's not it's not an accessible thing to do I do think I do think and I have every hope and faith that, that Steve Stone and Stuart Webber will bring in more incentives to younger supporters because I don't think they're stupid. I think they both realise that there is a, there is an issue with an ageing support base. And I'm not being nasty to, to, to the old boys that sit their brothel in the city stand because I think that's great. And I think there's a place for that. I think The city stand. That's the place for that, the city stand. But I do think there's a lack of incentives to get young supporters in. I do think they need something to say, wow, we've signed... You know, say we did sign Dear Mercy and Bacani, this beast from the east, yeah. Look, or you know, if we can, if we're able to sign big name players, it does. <laughs> it does. From the east. That stinks of Ricky Van Wonswinkel. Yeah, but it does know. inspire, and it just so 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 drawing. And I can't even remember what my original point was. Now I've just chatted rubbish for ages. What was I saying? Where was I at before um, that investment? Um, should should no, so. no, that was it. So. I think you've got to remember that where Norwich City have been throughout their history, and if we succeed, we're always punching above our weight. So why are you expecting a football club like Norwich City? I'm not. It is small mentality because I do think that Norwich City should be in the Premier League. I do, but you've got to remember where we're at, who we are, the amount you know, our, our stadium, the way we're recruiting players, dealer as an investor. And this is why it's so important to enjoy those wins. Yeah, the the only argument that I'm a hundred percent fully disagreeing with mm-hmm. is the fact that no one wants to buy Norwich. That is nonsense, utter nonsense. Agreed. I totally People... agree with that. I do think, however, if Norwich City can win some football matches, it would make it a lot more attractive. But agreed, because you look at when Nottingham Forest got bought over, Barnsley have just been bought. Out. I mean, Barnsley. First, Barnsley. Barnsley or Barnsley. Barnsley actually, are Barnsley. But you know what? Barnsley away is actually a great away day. Anywhere up north, the beer is just so much cheaper. It's it's unbelievable. Carl Prettyman, will you be disappointed if Russ goes in January as reported? So if you haven't seen it, Russ is heavily linked with a move to Rangers on loan. Yeah, makes sense. One hundred percent. I won't. I, I. What is the word? I'm not. Uh, I'm not disappointed. I wish him very very well. I, I think that he needs to go out on loan, um, but. I, you know, I have every faith that, that Russell Martin will have a future at, at Norwich City Football Club in, in terms of, of, of being a coach um, or even a manager one day. I think that, that there, there are options here for us. Um, he carries himself in obviously high regard with, with everyone. Obviously, the fans that switched on know just how much of a, an amazing man that, that Russ Martin is. You know, I, I know I'm licking his rim there, but it's totally true. Um, I think he'll do well. I think he does need to go out on loan. I do. Because at the moment, it's kind of... It's not working with him, Daniel Falk, quite clearly. But the same goes for Wes. The same goes for Naismith. The same goes for Jerome. These leaders. 
Peter Hunter. Does Chris Reeve like Burton as a club? Um, God. Who am I messing with here? A Norwich fan. Oh, it's a Norwich fan? Yeah. No. You don't like them? And, Why? No, no, no. I like them, but it's kind of like a, ah, oh, bless them. Right. It's one of those. It's what? kind of like little old, you know, old Burton, you know. Who did beat us last I year. Like, I kind of, I have the and same... against us I have Harrow. the same amount of respect for Burton as I do for Millwall. It's kind of like those, ah, oh, you know. Like, I, I wouldn't you know. say that to Millwall. No, no, no. I, no, I like, no. Bill, uh, Millwall, great. Millwall are, you know what I like about Millwall? I think they're just very funny. Right. They're a very funny team, aren't they? Like, you know, just who they are and what they do and... And I, I do quite, I do, I'm alright with Millwall. Uh, yeah. But Burton, I mean, that away day last season, when, you know, it hit Jerome's face and went in and Bradley snapped and chucked his pie at the steward and I queued what seemed to be like for half an hour to get a can of Coke. I mean, it was desperate. And, you know, You're, by the way, Burton, more... I, what I will say about Burton is, what a shit pit. Oh, really? What a shit pit. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it was like, the whole place was like a Riverside retail not even that like there was nothing there there was actually nothing there apart from a pub yeah a few shops there wasn't anything honestly <laughs> maybe we were just in the wrong bit of Burton I feel like Burton was like as as good as Great Yarmouth oh that's harsh that Yarmouth is you, we, would, we drove through Yarmouth last night it was popping no one was there. Just to I'll tell you what. No one was out in Great Yarmouth. Yeah, Lauren, you know Lawrence off the True Jordan podcast? Yes. Or Lawrence, just Lawrence. Yeah. He sometimes watches this and he's from Burton. Yeah. So, Lawrence, if you are watching, just go. I'm and... sure he would say that there's not much going on in Burton. That's my point. Okay. Okay. Um, the culture's not thriving in Burton, is it? Interesting question from Ben uh, Dalzel, who yeah. has got a lovely little pint. He's, he's a, he's, he works in marketing. So he's on your... Who's, kind of, uh, who's he work for? Meets Tweets. No idea, so I'll respect him. If it, was one I of, think. if it was one of our competitors, it might be a bit different. Something that gets thrown around a lot is this is a transitional season. Mm, in yeah. my opinion, this doesn't exist in football. A lot of fans are simply falling out of love with going to watch Norwich City play. Agreed. Do I, you told, I Honestly, I think that's so... I think, you know, I've tried to brand it as a transitional season... But as I said, there's a certain level when you say, mm, hang on a minute, that's transitional, this is bullshit. And at the moment, we're in, we're in the bullshit. Quite. We're in the bullshit section at the moment. Transitional is in and around the playoffs. You can't go from up there to down there. It doesn't work like that, especially with the expectancy you know, that, that, that this football club brings. Um, what about the bit of people falling out of love with going to watch uh, Yeah, I, and you know what I think is such a good point that, that Ben's raised, and I'm sure you'll back me up here, Jack. Recently, I'll be honest, it's been, you've, you've had that thought in your head as, it's a bit of a chore. Yeah. You wake up and you don't, you don't jump out. I mean, I remember in seasons gone by, literally leaping out of bed in the morning. First thing I did was put on my Norwich shirt. Like, I was absolutely buzzing to get down to the ground, sucking the atmosphere, you know, the atmosphere. And it's just, it's just not there. The mm. atmosphere is not there, which is obviously to do with the fact that people are falling out of love with it. Because the, the, there ha- there's been far too many seasons gone by, and again, this this goes back to what Stuart Webber rightly says about the mismanagement of this football club. The fans have been taken for granted. The fans have been taken the piss out of, and I think that that now there, there needs to be some love thrown back to to, to, to the fans to, to make them fall in love with Norwich City again. Now it's really interesting that Ben's you know put this question out there now. I think it's a really key time because I believe it's the season ticket renewals coming up. It's coming close. Now, it's always it's always interesting to see what happens, and I don't think the, I don't think the football club can just freeze the prices and 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 say that that that's an incentive. I think that the people, the top brass at Norwich City, need to come up with something different. They need to give fans more value. I, I don't know I don't know what that is to be honest um, right now, but. You need to try to say to, to, to Norwich fans, come on, this is why. Maybe and, chuck and, in the cup and not just, or something. And not just words on... I, I, don't want, I, I don't want just marketing words on paper. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about you know Bill in the city stand that's supported us since 1969. I'm sorry, we don't give a fuck about Bill's story. <laughs> we give a fuck about 
Norwich City Sorry, Bill. doing well. No, we don't care about Bill in the City stand. We don't care about his story. Don't give me words on paper and expect me to sign my season ticket. There's Norwich fans now. He won. Norwich fans now need an incentive, and maybe that's a good shout. Can we do a certain amount of cup games for free? Can we do that? You know, can we say kids under a certain age? You know what? Do what Huddersfield did. It's ten quid. Even as even as an older Norwich fan, I would then think, oh, hang on a minute, they're actually looking after the fans now. You know what? I'll renew my season ticket. Don't give me Bill's story again. No. You know what I want? What? I want Madison to come to my house, knock yeah. on the door, and go, would you like to renew your season ticket? And I want, you would obviously say yes. I want... Yeah, I would. I'd yeah. say yes. <laughs> I'd say yes. Bill, I'm very sorry. Um, it's not your fault that you were used in them. Is Bill, is Bill an actual... Well, to be, and to be honest, I feel sorry for Bill, because again, if the football club come knocking on your door, so for example, if, if Joe Ferrari knocks on my door and says, Chris, would you like to share your story of being an Orange fan for the season ticket brochure, I'm probably going to say yes. And I don't give a shit about your story, Chris. You don't care about my no. story. But no one cares about anyone's story. They care about the club's story. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Losing 2-1 at home to Brentford. Come on. Charlie Summers, with sacking Farker ever an option, seems like a massive waste of time for us to just give up on him now. I'm willing to give until the end of next season wow. to get us up. Wow, Jesus, I need to have a drink with this guy. Yeah, Charlie, love, love Hello. you. Hello. Blimey, O'Reilly. So I'm with him. I'm with Charlie. Are you? Farker's not the problem, for me. Okay. For me... the you I seem to have changed your tact a bit, Jack. I think I've never been Farker out. No, but I think you were For me, so right, so for for me, this whole um every single question that comes in, falling without out of love with the club, season yeah. ticket renewals, player investment, blah 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 blah. You gotta work from the top. Okay. This football club has become stale. Yes. That is because of the ownership, for me. Okay. I think we need to sell. And I think when we sell the club gets a whole new lease of life. Mm-hmm. What was the question again? Farker. Far- you've, you've got to give... Everyone... So it's, it's very strange how this season has gone because at the start of the season, I can't remember a start of the season. and it, Probably bef- until... I, I, I haven't known a start of the season where fans have been so excited. Mm. And bought in so quickly Since well. we got promoted the first time into the Premier League. 20, when was that? 2011? 2010? 2011? Well, the first time under yeah, Paul Lambert. Yeah, yeah under Paul Lambert. It was buzzing. Mm-hmm. New manager, new way of doing things. Yeah. And that ex- that level of excitement was probably unjustified, but I got mm-hmm. it. I was part of it. I was mm-hmm. sucked up by this German mm-hmm. revolution. The Farker... was it called? The Farker? Fark Life. Fark Life. The Webolution. Yeah. I love it. You should it. know that. You sold t-shirts. I did sell yeah. t-shirts on that. Um, <laughs> I've still got one. I love Weber. Good, good, good. Um, And where was I going? So I loved Same it. I bought into it. I still buy into it. I think Weber's the right man. I think Farker's the right man. But... There is still an overriding sense of staleness at this football club. Mm-hmm. And that is because of our owners. Okay. Now, Farker has made mistakes this season. We all knew it was going to take time to, 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 to mend. I think the players have to come in to consideration as well. We but as you say, if we're winning football matches, surely that, this argument doesn't even get brought yes, up. Yes, but it, it, winning football, even if we finish in the playoffs, even if we go up, mm. two years down the line, the same argument is going to come okay. up about Delia. Okay. Foot, winning football matches is great but it papers over cracks and do you think Delia, this, this, do, uh, this do you argument think, was coming up in 2014 when we were doing think, well do you think that Delia loves the club too much Jack I think that, I, that she doesn't want to sell it on because she's scared of where it might go yeah and I, th- and I think that's comp- if I was the owner of Norris City I'd probably be, feel the same she okay. loves Norris she's at every single game she's at the youth games of course there's a certain sense of you know sentiment about it but so that doesn't work in business. We're a football mm-hmm. club. But she's, but well, actually, she is. She's actually one of the most successful businesswomen that the UK's ever had. Mm. So, yes, but it's different between it? selling cookbooks and making money between owning a football club that you support. Okay. It's a complete and it's the, the way football has changed. Well, I'm just saying, even over the past five years, mate, I'm just she saying, hasn't kept up with it. And, and no, I'm, I'm just not saying blaming that, her. Yeah, all I'm saying is move that, it on. Yeah, but all I'm saying is I'm. I'm, I'm I'm saying that Delia 
is very capable of making the decision because she is. is a very successful businesswoman. Yeah. She's got a lot of business acumen. Now, I think a lot of Norwich fans That's are like, not, I'm, I'm business, not... she doesn't know anything about business and blah, blah, blah. Delia, if she wants to, and I'm backing you up here, mate, Delia is capable of selling this football club if she wants to. Of course she is, but she's... But, but, but also, there's a lot of factors involved. There's a lot of factors oh, of course. Involved. But anyway, of course. so back to Daniel Farker and that yes, question. Yes, should give him until the end. That is season. extremely patient, Charlie, and I, and I really respect the fact that, that you've come out and, and, and you know given us that, because obviously I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, I definitely think that Daniel Farker, you know, I still think that if, you, if you're losing at home to Millwall, you've seriously got to have a think about it. The players and the fans and the whole system has been given six, almost six months, am I correct? Yeah. To, to, to grow and to, and to develop and players have had the time to get injured and come back from injury. You've not got the excuse of, oh, we've not got the right type players fit now because the players that are, that are playing for us now... You, you know, th- this team should be delivering now. We've got Tom Tribal and Alex Tete back in there. We've got to fit Nelson Oliveira. We've got Angus Gunn keeping, more than capable of keeping clean sheets. We've got the, all of the defensive options that, that, that we want, really. We've got Jamal Lewis that's coming in now and, and, and really flourishing already, in my opinion, and, and looks set to be there for at least three or four seasons. Um, and I think, me personally, I'm not as patient as Charlie. I'm not. I think that if you lose at home to Millwall, and I know that a lot of people have criticised me for being too positive and, and backing up Daniel Farker too much already, but you know I will jump to that, to that side of the fence because if you lose against a club like Millwall, come on, Jack. You know you, you talk about you know this football club's got to move on, this football club's stale. Well, quite frankly, if you're losing against Millwall, you, you've, you, surely you've got to change it. Surely. Who would you go to? Because you're back. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a very good question. I, I, I don't honestly, I don't know what because the solution is, but I think that what you've got to look at is you've got to look at someone that knows the league inside out or knows how to grind out results. For me, though, it's and I'm sure if we were to sack Farker, we'd go on a good run because you always get that bounce. But for me, it's it's a bigger picture than, than mm-hmm. a manager now. Mm-hmm. Okay, it would all be well and good sacking a manager that might get mm-hmm. us up to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Might say for a couple mm. of seasons would come back down, yeah. would have the same argument. But for me, it's it's all until yeah. we sell. It's going to be the same thing. Agreed. But I might be completely wrong. Yeah. It might go tits up. But until you do that, who knows? But my, I mean, personally, if it was absolutely my decision and my decision only, I would keep Daniel Farker until the end of the season because I'd give him a whole 100%. season to to prove that he can do something. Um, uh, you know, it, it leaves no excuses because by the end of the season, Norwich City Football Club should one million percent be in and around the playoffs. If you're not in and around the playoffs, for me, that is absolutely not good. It's enough. going to be very interesting to see not how Farker enough. will deal with another transfer window because he's got an opportunity to oh, bring in. His great own. point. Great point. Because he, he's really still he's still got a team, and admittedly, most of his transfers have come come to fruition quite nicely, but. He's still got a team that he's pretty much inherited, and, it, and it's obvious True. that Farker wants a certain True. type of player that can True. play a certain style of football. So, give him another transfer window. Who yeah. knows? Who knows what'll happen? He's still young as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, again, just to challenge that slightly because I know people always, you know, sometimes challenge what we say on here. I think some people watching this now, Jack, will say, "Well, hang on a minute. Why should we trust? Why should we trust?" Dan-? And this is my opinion, but some people will be saying, "Why should we trust Daniel Farker?" To bring in more players like Mario Vrancic that won't hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, for, in my opinion, I would trust Daniel Farker because I think that now he's got the knowledge of the fact that you need a certain type of player in this league. I think he even came out after one of the games recently and said, you know, how just how tough the championship is. But, and I mean, Huck, Huck said here, I think Huck sat with us just the other week and said, I think they've kind of realised just how blooming tough this yeah. is. Alex says, why do I continue to watch you two as a blade, despite you hating Chris Wilder and Sheffield United Football Club? Who said that? Alex. You know what? Stop watching us. If... No, no. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't give a, I don't, I don't give two. Who is it? A Sheffield United fan? Yeah. No respect for Sheffield United oh, fans this season. Why? Absolutely oh, not. But as a club? By the way, let's check this guy out. Decent, decent bicep. <laughs> respect for that 
Respect for your bicep, but not for your... Um... Um, I really like Sheffield United as a club. I think their fans' behaviour was pretty appalling, but it was only a minority. Um, it's been consistent all season. A their mi- minority. Have... Okay, but their fans have been in trouble all season. A minority of their fans. They, they pull 30,000 a week. Agreed. As a club, I, I really like I Sheffield like... as a city, and I really like Sheffield United as a football club. I prefer Wednesday to Sheffield United. Okay, you're really trying to annoy this guy now, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Um, I am when he comes on saying things like that, yeah. But he's, no, he's, he's saying he continues to watch us. Again. Quick, quick, quick I mean, point no, on Chris Wilder. I really don't like him, but if, if he was the Norwich manager, I think I'd really quite like him. Because he's, you know when you're like, it's like Yarmouth. It's, it's a shithole, but it's my shithole. Mm. Like, Wilder, he's a knob, but he's our knob. Mm, yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I can. I can see that. Uh, but to, and to kind of not. I'm not backtracking. But I do. I like clubs like Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday and Leeds because these clubs have got history. These clubs have got tradition. There's a certain um, ethos about you know their the fans. They to be fair, they do what we do. They turn up every week, and you know you never see an empty stadium. So I do really respect that. But I've got. And a, and a lot of Norwich fans will be agreeing with me right now. I've got zero respect for those Sheffield United fans that you know did what they did um, against us, but not just us, all of the other clubs this season. You know, you don't see. No, I mean, honestly, I mean, I know Norwich fans are particularly well behaved. We are. If you look at the stats in terms of arrests, Norwich we're, City. We're, are no, we're in the playoffs. Well, we always win that stupid award where it's like. Like the fair, the fair. What was it? Award? Do you, do you remember last season? No, it was two seasons ago where the club rewarded the Norwich fans with a marching band because because we'd behaved, we'd had like the the least arrests in the league or something like. <laughs> at least they're doing well at something. Let me. I need to apologise to this guy a little bit because I did go. I think he's he up. Where is he? He's got a cracking bicep, by the way. Just one or both? No, nah, just one. Because the light's shining on his vein. Um, Let me see. There is it, Alex. What are you going to do when you survive relegation? Hang on, he's in Spain. Nice. No, uh, you know what, I'll stick to what I've said. Fair enough. Right. Um, I th- we've got... I do, uh, on, on, a se- on a serious note, though, I do actually prefer Wednesday to United. Okay, cool. Just saying. Um, Who do you prefer, Jack? United. Okay. Yeah. Good man. Questionable decision from Swansea to appoint Wednesday. Oh, what is that? By the way, Carlos Calavajal, how that, do you pronounce his name? You just nailed that, by the way. Did oh, I? I think so, yeah. Superb. Carlos Calavajal. <laughs> um, he, he, um, Superb. He has the best agent on planet yeah. Earth. Surely. Mm. And what are Swansea doing? Yeah, that's very But then, cool. is it desperation for them? Is it like a... Well, they have we'll to get him. someone in. Yeah, is it like we'll have him until the end of the season? Surely it is, because you can't... The only thing Carlos Carlos has got going for him... Try it. Carlos Calavajal? Is that anywhere near it? Carlos Calavajal. I think we might be actually pronouncing it really badly. Wrong. The only thing I really like about him is he's just a complete lunatic. He's yeah. Been, he's been sent to the stands more times than I've had a pie at a ground this you, year. Yeah, but you know that I actually like a bit of passion. I would actually quite like it if Daniel Farker got sent to the stands. <laughs> Carlos certainly had passion. Maybe fight to be. And but what but would say is Sheffield Wednesday turned up at our place and they looked like a team that wanted their manager sacked. Yeah. So yeah, completely agree. Okay, question. Final question from um, where's it gone? Ashley, I think it was. Yeah, it was from Ashley, I think. Is Yannick going to get flogged? He's only got 18 months left, left on his contract. Uh, I think, again, he's one of these players where it's... It, out of all of them, it's probable. It's more probable that Yannick will go because he's out of favour with the manager. Why? I don't for, get it. I, well, I mean, I don't, I don't think we're the only ones that don't get it, Jack. I think there's at least 20,000 Norwich City supporters that are thinking, why is Yannick not in this team? Mm. Why? Now, I do think he struggled in terms of final product but I think he can put teams on the back foot and I don't think really we've done that enough this season I think Josh has done it very inconsistently I don't think I think Watkins needs a season to bed in I'm not convinced of Watkins Watkins needs he's a not, season to bed in I don't think in. he's a winger yeah but what is he that's I, the problem I, with Watkins well, I think, what is he I think I think I think I'm right in saying that Barnsley played him pretty much down the middle as kind of like a oh, so we've got another number 10 have we 
Well, more it's more of a forward, but I don't think I don't I don't think he fits into the way we play football. Do you think Watkins, I don't think Watkins is a bad player. I just don't think he's a Norwich City player. Do you think Watkins is going to be the next Jacob Butterfield for Norwich City Football Club? Comes with some promise, tries no, it, I, doesn't really work. I, I like Watkins, and I think, for example, I think if Watkins went to Ipswich and they played him down the middle, I think he'd absolutely bang goals in. Oh, I've got a question for you. Why do you pronounce Ipswich? Ipswich. Ipswich. Have you noticed that you do that? How do you do it? If you say Ipswich really quickly, Ipswich. You, you say Ipswich. Do I? You, you always put a G on. Ipswich. Which might... That's just poor English from me. Ipswich. I quite, no, I, I like it. Ipswich. It's quite, it's quite cute. Quite cute. No, but I think... Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. Ipswich. Ipswich. I mean, I do. You do. Yeah. I know you do. Widge. You always say like Widge. Sam- sandwich. I like it because it's like disrespecting them. Which is no, it's just, like it's it. just poor English from me. <laughs> Ipswich. Ipswich. Um, I like Yannick. It's in switch. You're switching. Yeah, it. instead of a widge. Yeah. Like a sandwich. Yeah. No, that's witch as just, well. Just think of a switch when you say Ipswich. Ipswich. Put, put oh, a T in good, it. Actually. Yeah, put Ipswich. a T in Switch. Ipswich, yeah. Superb, good. Um, I, I think Yannick should be playing week in, week out, personally. I know you love, I know that your love for Yannick is probably too much, but I can actually see the sense in, in, in it. I think, by the way, he should be starting. A contender for the second biggest stars at Norwich City Football Club behind Yannick Bilchka. Have you seen Jamal Lewis's legs? Oh my God! Jamal! Jack, Jack writes, we got back from the casino last night, which by the way, we didn't, you know, spend loads of money in there, we didn't win big at all. Um, Jamal Lewis. Yeah. Jack went, by the way, Chris, have you seen Jamal Lewis's legs? And I went, <laughs> Jack, what are you talking about? And, and, he, and he showed me a picture and it is quite astonishing. Yeah. G- genuinely, I all encourage you right now to search Jamal Lewis and look at the size of his legs. Yeah. I thought as a young player, they'd be quite, you know, like, you know, developing, but Lord. That's like, a, like an oak tree. Rooted to the ground. Actually, you know what? They kind of look. They don't even look real because he's kind of his his thighs are so big, but his calves are like nimble. Mm. It's quite impressive. Yeah, it really is. Cracking legs, Jamal. Uh, right from Bert, from Jamal Lewis's thighs yeah. to Burton away. I'm going, going to an away game. On yeah. the coach. <laughs> On the coach. I know. I know, and I'm taking my mate um, Charles to his first ever football match. Oh, that'd be and I don't nice, think mate. he quite knows what he's got himself oh into. God, Charles, I feel sorry for you. Rounds, legend, good. Um, are we gonna win? I'm nervous. No. Oh, oh, come on, mate. I'm going all the way to Burton. Give me some hope. There's a reason why I'm not going, mate. Wow, part-time supporter. Jack, I- I'm fully comfortable with admitting. That I'm a fair weather away for away day supporter. Mm. I'm absolutely fine with that. Why would I spend 50, 60, 70, possibly even 80 pounds, right, on an away day when you know that your team isn't going to turn up? It's more than a game, Chris. Jack. It's about the memories we create. Jack, it's what, are, you, are you going to create some good memories in Burton? Yes, created some good ones last year. I've just got this weird feeling that we're not going to turn up against Burton. I think, I think, but what Burton do, especially at their incredibly tin pot gaff, is they they bully football teams, and 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 I'm fine with that. I think that it, it only works for certain teams. I think they play to their strengths, and I think I respect any team that plays to their strength, which is why I'm not going to dive in on them too much. And I think that Norwich City, this Norwich City team, can easily get bullied. Now, when we went and you know, we, we lost the season before. Mm. We got bullied off the ball, mm. and we had a we had our strongest team. And now. Tim Close ran an absolute stink. And I can tell you right now, and this is no disrespect to Mario, because I think Mario has done so well in the last few games. I really do. Average. I hope that doesn't come <laughs> come across patronising, because I mean it. I do think he's done well. Average. But what I will say is, if you see Mario Vanjic starting against Burton, game over. Go home. Game over. Yeah. Honestly, because we will get absolutely run over in midfield. Yeah. To the point, to the point, and this might sound a bit bizarre, Jack, I would even consider dropping Madison. Okay. Because I know we've, we need some creative output, but I think Pritchard might do that better against Burton. I think okay. Burton will bully us. Burton will 100% bully us. They'll play balls in the air. I don't think James Madison is suited to that kind of 
you know, collecting it from the air and then feeding it to to, to, to Nelson Oliveira, I think we could, I mean, maybe we should start with two up top to try and give something else, something different. Or go with wingers. Imagine that, that revolution. Imagine a, imagine a winger actually playing on the wing and actually coming out wide and actually taking on a player one-to-one. That'd be beautiful. Would be good, wouldn't it? Yannick on one side, Josh on the other. Uh, oh, Josh on the Yannick other. is born to play in yeah. Burton. That is what he was born for. Yeah. Much like Zimmerman, no, much like Stephen was born to score goals. Yeah, Thoughts on Steepman quickly. Interesting. <laughs> Saw him in Marks and Spencer's the other day. Yeah. So grumpy. Right. What was he buying? You're a footballer playing for Norwich City. Well, in Mark, getting Marks and Spencer's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, he clearly has a, like, a lovely family, a good looking wife. And I was sitting there and he was on the team and he just looked so grumpy. And I thought. Was he on self checkout or? So, no, no, no. Someone was serving him. Was right. just, thought cheer up mate where do we sign him from somewhere in Germany somewhere like you know you've come from Germany to North City and you just I don't know I just wanted to kind of go cheer up mate we're, maybe actually, we're actually starting you when you shouldn't start maybe he'd forgotten his Sparks card nah maybe that is always bad or forgotten his bag and he had to buy a 5p oh bag. nightmare always a nightmare right let's end it there uh, I will see you at the Pirelli Stadium on Saturday nothing sounds more glamorous than that uh, Chris have a wonderful new year I'll say, what are you doing for new year um, no comment. Well, New Year's Day is Millwall at home. Mm, no so comment. I'll see you there for the first day of 2018. Yeah, can't wait. Um, Big a, game. Have a wonderful big, New big Year's game. Eve, whatever you get up to. Likewise. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. See you later.